want to give glory to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to appreciate you. We want to honor your name for this period, for this time that we are going to your word. Thank you, Lord, right from the onset of this service, you are here with us. And you are still here with us right now as we go into your word. You speak your word into our life. Take glory, take honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Every utterance this day, Lord, shall come from your throne in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that what you have for brethren, wherever they may be, God Almighty, it shall never go bypass them in the mighty name of Jesus. The sentence, the word, and the paragraph, and the message that is for them. Lord, you will minister it to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No Tony Bar, no Tony Bar, no Tony Bar, no Tony Bar. Brethren, we received two invitations today. One is that of Brother Kibe and Sister Janice. But there's an invitation we have received earlier than that time that invites us to look at him. That is our promise for the week. Isaiah 45, 22, say, look to me. That's an invitation. And when you look at him, what is going to happen? You will be saved. And who are those to be look at, uh, to look at him? All you ends of the earth. Why? For he is God. And there is no other. He is God. What is this saying that you need to get your eyes on Jesus Christ? He is the God alone that can perfect everything that concerns you. He is the one that can direct you when you follow, when, when, when you follow him. There is no any other savior, no other God, no one like him. So this invitation is not excluding anybody. Anybody, everybody are invited to look unto him. Because he said, all you ends of the earth, everybody, even to the remote part of the earth, is inviting each and everybody to come. So God is offering this uh, invitation, and I believe that no one should refuse. Because when you accept this invitation, that means God will lead you, he will direct you, and you need to follow him without turning back. So, brother, what am I saying? Allow God to direct your path. And that brings me to today's topic. We say, when God directs, follow. When God directs, follow. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, and we read it from New King James Version. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. 
Trust in the Lord with all your heart and learn not on your own understanding. As we start this year, we are passing through, we have gone through January, and right now we are passing through February. We have been advised, we have been told from the beginning of the year that we need to drop that old man and put on the new man. But today, I want to inform you that, I want to remind you that in all your ways, you need to acknowledge God. There's no way we drop that old man that you will not acknowledge him. You need to recognize him. And not just recognizing him, you need to accept him. And when you accept him, then prepare to walk with God. And he will direct your path. He will lead you, he will guide you. And I want you to know that when you walk with God, very simple, you will reach your destination safely. So what am I saying? You don't need to live without God. Don't walk the journey of your life alone. Bring that God into your life. Let your life depend on him. You will only survive when you walk with him. Talk to me with the story of uh, the children of Israel. I'll be reading from uh, number chapter 9, verse 15 to 23. We want to see how the children of Israel journey in their life. Number 9, 15 to 23. I'm reading from New King James Version. Now on the day that the tabernacle was raised up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony. From evening until morning, it was above the tabernacle like the appearance of fire. So it was always the cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. 17. Whenever the cloud was taken up from above, the above the tabernacle, after that, the children of Israel would journey. And in that place where the cloud settled, there the children of Israel would pitch their tent. Verse 18. At the command of the Lord, the children of Israel would journey. At the command of the Lord, they, they would come. As long as the cloud stayed above the tabernacle, they remained encamped. Even when the cloud continued long, Long many days above the tabernacle, the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not journey. Verse 20. So it was when the cloud was above the tabernacle a few days, according to the command of the Lord, that they would remain encamped. And according to the command of the Lord, they would journey. So it was when the cloud remained only for evening until morning. When the cloud was taken up in the morning, then they would journey. Whether by day or by night, whenever the cloud was taken up, they would journey. Verse 22. Whether it was two days, a month, a year that the cloud remained above the tabernacle, the children of Israel will remain encamped and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. Last verse, 
at the command of the Lord, they remain encamped, and at the command of the Lord, they journey. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses. From this scripture we just read, the children of Israel were able to survive the wilderness because God directs and they follow. The same thing with you, brethren. Allow God to direct you, and when he directs, you follow. So as we start the journey of this year and beyond, God is ready to direct our path. Not just to direct, but also to walk with us. Because if you see this, the journey of the children of Israel, whenever the cloud is taken up above the tabernacle, they move. So it shows that God was with them always. So you also, when God directs your path, he is be there to walk with you. So God will not just tell you where to go. He will definitely go with you. He will follow you and ensure that you reach that destination of yours safely. If you see all the book, throughout the book of Moses, from, that is from Exodus to Numbers, God directs his people. And the same God is still on the throne. He's ready to direct you. He's ready to lead you. He's ready to show you the right path to follow. He always gives clear instruction and provide the means for you to do that. So, brethren, the Lord wants to direct your life. Are you ready to drop that old man that may put barrier in between the two of you? He is concerned about where you go. Many of us will have been using the GPS wherever we are going to where we don't know. But the same way, because GPS will always tell you where to go. Whether to turn to right or to left, it will always direct you. Our God is more than that. Even when there is evil ahead, our God will, will, will make it happen that either you stop or you take that evil things away before you get there. So God will never leave you halfway. He will never leave you directionless. He will speak to you. So, from the scripture we just read, God appeared to people of Israel by the, uh, in the day, like a pillar of cloud. But in the night, in the night, he appeared like a fire at the night. So two, one, one thing, two things are there. When he appeared like a fire, it means it's, and if they journey, it illuminates their way. It lights their way. So, one thing is that when the children of Israel, whenever they see God's presence, whenever they discover the leading, they listen, they follow. They listen through Moses. Moses was giving instruction, and they were listening. In verse, uh, in verse 22, it says whether it, it was two days, a month or a year that the cloud remained on top of the tabernacle. Irrespective of the timing that this cloud remained on the tabernacles, 
the children of Israel will not join it. They will stay there. That means they are following the directive that God is giving. They follow his direction. You also, brethren, you can follow the same direction. God is always in front. He leads. But you need to recognize him. You need to acknowledge him. You need to accept him. That is why that proverb 6, uh, that proverb 3, verse 6 say, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. The moment you are acknowledging, the moment you accept him as your Lord and Savior, he shall direct your path. The moment you drop, wholeheartedly drop that old man and put on the new man, he will direct your path. In the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 33. Deuteronomy 5, 33 says, you shall walk in all the way which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. We are talking of obedience here. So when you obey God, God will continuously direct your path, and you will live long in that day. You will live long in that land, and for that day that God has destined you to live. So when you obey God, like I said, He will direct your path, and you will follow. When, when God directs your path, God bless those who obey Him. He will bless you. God saves those who obey Him. He will save you. God watches over those who obey Him. He will continuously worship over you. The Lord always takes care of those that obey Him. God directs the path of those who obey Him. The GPS we are using today, He asks you to go to the right and you are turning to the left. He will keep repeating. He will tell you where to make a divorce, where to make a U-turn. But our God will always direct you. He will give you clear instruction. But you need to do something. You need to trust him. Again, back to that Proverbs 3, 5, 5 to 6. He said, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your path. The moment you acknowledge him, he shall direct your path. And when somebody is directing you, for you to follow properly, for you to have that confidence, you need to trust him. Verse 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't doubt. And learn not on your own understanding. Even the GPS that we use today, if he asks you to go to right and you are turning to the left, you will get lost. We will never get lost in Jesus' name. We need to trust this God wholeheartedly. This scripture, Proverbs 3 to 6, contains one of the greatest promises of God in the Bible. And that is the promise that God promised to direct your path. It's just a great promise. But all you need to do is that you have to drop the old man and put on the new man who may put barrier between you. So, when we talk about the path, the path, the path, the path, what are these paths? What are these paths? 
Let's start from the everlasting part. Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11 says, you, 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 will show, you will show me the path of life. You will show me the path of life. And we are, when we talk about, about the path of life, it's the presence of God. We are all dreaming to, to have the, to, to reign with him. And we are going to reign with him. That is the everlasting path of him. Because of what? In his presence, there's fullness of joy. At his right hand, a pleasure forevermore. Everlasting. But for you to have this, you need to allow him to direct your path and you have to follow. So, the everlasting path, the career path, your job, your career, when you allow God to direct you, you'll be blessed. You will succeed. He said, you should not live on your own understanding. Allow him to direct you. When he directs you, your career path will be smooth. What about your learning path? Your education path? Allow God to direct it. What about the family part? Allow God to direct it. What a part of success is part, it's also part of it. In fact, when God directs the part of your success, you will be surprised. Many times we, place, we pray that God bless me, God bless me, yes. It's always good for us to pray also, God, direct me to the part of success. We are all using social media today. Somebody develop it. The Facebook. I'm not sure he was praying that God bless me, God bless me. God showed him the path of success. He came up with the idea of Facebook. What's up also? If God give you, if God show you the right path, if he give you that intelligence, and direct the part of your success, you will become another person that the whole world will be looking at in terms of maybe technology. This Zoom that we are using for this service, God has directed some people to do that. It's a successful thing for them. They don't have two heads. God can also direct your own path to success. That is only when you allow him. Then the part of blessing. The part of blessing. The part of blessing may look rough, but at the end of the tunnel, there's light. When you allow God to direct you, you will reach that level that God wants you to be. What about the part of protection? The Bible says, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because he's with you. Because he's directing your path. So, brethren, no matter what path you are, God promised to direct them all. No matter be the path that you, you, you are, 
If you release yourself to God, if you obey him, he's ready to direct your path. And God promise is to direct them all, as I said. This promise has terms and conditions. It has terms and conditions. In the same scripture I've read, the Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Again, I'm going to repeat it. Say, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lay not on your own understanding. The first thing I pick here is trust. God directs the path of those who trust him with all their heart. The terms and conditions there is that you don't divide your mind. You don't divide your time. You trust him all the time. If you trust him in the morning, you should be able to trust him when the, when the night comes. The children of Israel, they were in wilderness for 40 years. He directed their path, they trusted him. So trust is very important. And he shall direct the path. Trust is part of terms and conditions. And he said further, and learn not on your own understanding. Maybe God is taking you to, to, to Mutra in the, the fish market. You get to Lulu Dasit, you discover that, oh, I'm here. I know the way. Then you become Mr. or Miss to know. He said, and learn not on your own understanding. There are many people that they are looking at their sources at, their, at, at the tip of their nose. Still, they are not able to achieve it. Don't become Mr. to know or Mrs. to know. Don't become Mr. to know it all. Allow God to direct you to the end. You need to trust him. Psalm 32, verse 8 says, Psalm 32, verse 8, I will trust you and teach you in the way you should go. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. Then he said, I will guide you with my eyes. I will guide you with my eyes. That is God for you. I told you, Whenever he directs you to follow one path, he's following you. We are all gathering today, on this Friday. We are worshiping him because we trust in him. We believe that he's going to give us a hard desire. We should not only trust him on Fridays. We should trust him every time. We should trust him for our salvation. We should trust him for everything. God is looking into our hearts. It's looking into our heart. Devil will always try to, 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 to push us aside. He will always like to prevent us from reaching the goal of God. He will always want to pre pre prevent us from trusting God. How, how is he doing this? He will create doubt in your mind. You begin to doubt. Is it truly the way to follow? Is it true am I, am I on the right path? Am I on the right career? Is this what I'm supposed to do? That type of uh, doubt will crack into your heart, into your mind. But trust God. God never made mistake. He never made mistake. 
He will always dare for you. Even though that is trying to create fear, rebuke him. Let him know that you have somebody behind you. He said he will guide you with his own eyes. God directs the part of those who learn not on their own understanding. Yes? If you are not too proud, God will always direct you. Because the pride goes before it falls. So, God we always direct those that are ready to listen. Those that are ready to say, okay, yes, it is God. That's why so many, many good doctors, whenever you see, especially the Christians among them, they will say, we are trying. Even though they, they were trained to save life, but it is, they will still say, yes, we try our best. God is the only one that can heal. Don't think that your knowledge is what is making you to achieve what you are achieving in the, in the office. So, God directs the path of those who acknowledge him in all their ways. Not just acknowledge him in the morning or partly acknowledgement. All your ways you need to, you need to acknowledge him. So, and what does Bible mean by the time acknowledge? Acknowledge. Acknowledge God. To acknowledge God is to accept him for who he is. To acknowledge God for who he is. And for you to acknowledge him for who he is, is for you to trust him. And when you trust, you will enjoy all his promises. The promises that he has for you. Let's move on to the book of Isaiah and see what promises that God has for us when we trust him. Isaiah 30. <coughs> Isaiah 30 from verse 21 to 26. I'm not going to read it. I'll take it one by one. When you allow God when you allow God to direct your path, when you allow him to lead you, verse 21, he's going to talk to you like GPS. He's going to talk to you like a walkable GPS. He will speak to you. He says, your ears shall hear a word behind you say, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right, to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left hand. So, one of the promises of God, when we allow him to, to direct us, is that he's going to show us the direction to follow. He will speak to us. He will show us the path to follow. Even if you are in total darkness and you are moving, if there's something in front of you, in front of you that can injure you, there will be lightning. And you will see it. Psalm 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a lamp 
and they lied to my part. Proverbs 1.33 said, But whoever listens to me will dwell safely. We are talking of obedience here. I will be secure without fear of evil. That is when God shows you the direction to follow. When God tells you, turn right, turn left, you will be highly secured. That is what God is telling us. That's one of the promises. When we allow him to direct us. What about efficiency for our work? In that same uh, book of Isaiah 30, verse 23. Then he will give the rain for your seed, with which you sow the ground, and bread of the increase of the earth. It will be fat and plentiful. In that day, your cattle will feed in large pasture. pastures. I will just summarize it. This is increase in productivities. Increase in productivities. When you allow God to direct your path, there will be efficiency for your work. There will be efficiency for your work. Verse 24, go further. Likewise, the oxen and the young donkey that walk the ground, we eat cut further, which has been winnowed with the sugar and fun. It's not just eating what is there. The good one, your oxen, your equipment, in those days they use uh, oxen and donkey to do the work. And when they're in good health also, you will have increase in productivity. If you are using machine these days, God is telling you that your machine will be oiled. There will be no friction. Everything will work perfectly for you. That is the promise of God for you. When you allow him to direct you, that is the promise for you. In the book of Isaiah, book of Isaiah let's divide now to chapter 58, verse 8 and 11. Then your light shall break, Isaiah 58, verse 8. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness that go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. As God is leading you, he's also coming behind you. That is security. You are sandwiched. That is the power of God. You are secure. Verse 11, he said, The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bone. You shall be like a water garden, watered garden, and like a spring of water whose water do not fade. If, many, if you have been to where the water is springing out from the ground, you will appreciate the glory of God. In Oman here, if you have been to uh, Wadi Bali Khalid, or Khalid, or whatever they call it, can't remember. I think Wadi Bali Khalid. Yeah. If you have been there, you will appreciate the glory of God. Because you'll be surprised where are those water coming out from this part of the world. The God is saying you will be like that spring of water. Whose water never fail. 
That is, there will be never failure in your life when you allow God to direct you. That is victory. Victory over enemies as well. Verse 25 of that, Isaiah 20, uh, 30. Verse 25. He said, Isaiah 30, verse 25. There will be on every high mountain and on every high hill river, stream of water, in the day of the great slaughter, when the tower falls, that is when the stronghold will fall. That is security. That is God is giving you victory. There will be victory over your enemies when you allow God to direct you. How? Because God is going to put them to shame. They are expecting you to go by work. You're already going by a car. They expect you to travel by a car. You're already going by an aeroplane. They expect you to go by just an ordinary aeroplane. You are going by a jet that is faster. That is how God will grant you the victory over your enemy. In the book of Isaiah 2, verse 14 to 17, Isaiah 2, 14 to 17, he said, upon all high mountains and upon all the hills that are lifted up, upon every high tower and upon every fortified wall and upon all the ship of Tashish and upon all the built-in slopes, the loftiness of man shall bow down. That is, the arrogance of man shall bow down. And the, I read further, and the hotness of men shall be brought low the Lord alone will exalt in that day. All this will happen when you allow God to direct your path. And when he directs, provided you follow. The, the, um, the GPS we use, it will tell you ahead what you are going to do. God does the same thing. You need to take a move. If you don't move, the GPS will not see anything again. Until you move. When God directs you, you have to follow that direction. If you don't follow, the promise of God may not be fulfilled. So when God directs you, he says he's going to light your darkness. He will light your darkness. Verse 26 of Isaiah 30, verse 26a of the Isaiah 30. 26a said, Moreover, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be sevenfold. It shows that when you allow God to direct your path and you follow, even if it is in the night, God is assuring you that the, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun. Can you imagine? You can see everything. And when it is daytime, the light of the, of, of, of the sun will be sevenfold. But that is when you allow God to direct your path. It means there will be illumination to your path. Even though you walk through the shadow of that, valley of that shadow of death, he will illuminate you. If you are in darkness, he's going to illuminate your path. When he leads you, when he directs you. 
John 8, 12 said, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I'm the light of the world. He who follow me shall never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. That's illumination. That is confirmed. You follow. He leads, you follow, he directs, you follow. And you shall never walk in darkness. You will have that light of life. The light that never go into darkness. The battery never fade. The gas never runs out. He is always there. Isaiah 9, 2. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. He said, the people who walk in darkness have seen great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Even if you are in the darkness before, even though your past is haunting you, even though your past is trying to put a barrier for you to release yourself to God, but God is assuring you that he's going to shine his light over it. Provided times and conditions I said, you acknowledge him and you trust him. And provided you don't believe to be Mr. Tuno or Mrs. Tuno. You don't live on your own understanding. So when you put on that new man, you become the light of the world. The light that can never go into darkness. Matthew 5, 14 says, you are the light of the world, a city of the heat, that cannot be hidden. Because the glory of God will shine upon you. God is leading you. You are, you are following the path. That glory will continue to shine upon you. And people will see it. You cannot be hidden. Revelation 21, verse 23 to 24. Revelation 21, you become, let me read first. The city has no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God illuminates it. The Lamb is the light. Verse 24. And the nation of those who are saved shall walk in its light. And the king of the earth bring their glory and honor on it. Again, verse 24. Those, he said, and the nation of those who are saved shall walk. You need to save yourself. You need to come to him so that you can be saved. In that city, at the last day, in the eternal life, he said there will be never, that city, no need of sun or moon. Because why? The glory of God is shining there already. The lamp there, which is Jesus Christ, is the light. It shines. So why do you need sun? Why do you need moon? You don't need. So back to Isaiah 30. When you allow God to direct your path, another promise is that there's healing for your, for your wound. Healing for your wound. Isaiah 30, verse 26b. In that day, the Lord bind up the bruises, the bruise of his people and heal the stroke of their wound. In that day, the Lord blind up the bruise of his people and heal the stroke of their wound. I don't know the bruise that you have. 
I don't know the, the kind of wound that is in your heart. I don't know the kind of wound that you cover us up that we don't know. When you allow God to direct your path, when, you are, when God directs and you follow, God is assuring you of healing. Because in that day, the Lord bind up the bruises and heal the stroke of the wound. That is what God is going to do for you. All you need to do is to allow him to direct your path. And when he directs you, follow. No turning back. Don't turn back halfway. Allow him to continuously reign in you. Isaiah 53 verse 5. He said he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripe we are healed. He has suffered on the cross of Calvary for us. With his stripe we are healed. So allow him to direct the path. Don't live on your own understanding. Trust him. Obey him. And he will heal all your wounds. Brethren, there's one thing, there's danger of ignoring God's direction. When you ignore the God direction, just like the GPS again, I'll keep referring to GPS. If you, if you neglect the direction of GPS, you are going to where you don't know, you will get lost. The same way, if you, if, you, if you ignore the direction of God, we will not get lost in Jesus' name. In, in Isaiah 30, God told the Israelites, 1,000 shall feed at the rebuke of one. Can you imagine? God was telling the children of Israel, at the rebuke of just single one, 1,000 shall flee. And surprisingly, in that uh, chapter, I said the same as chapter, chapter 30, verse 1. He gave the reason for that. He gave the reason why at the book of one, thousands with one thousand will flee. Let's read that. Isaiah 30, verse 1. He said, Woe to the rebellious children. Who take cancer but not of me, and who devise plan but not of my spirit? If someone neglects or ignores the direction of God, if you are not take counseling from God, if you think you have the, the understanding, you can live on your own understanding, you devise your own plan without committing it unto God. The Bible, the Bible said God was telling the Israelites. That at the book of one, one thousand will flee. If you read further, you will understand. In the book in, in Jeremiah 17, verse 13a, Jeremiah described the consequence of consequences of abandoning the leading of God. I will read, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you shall be ashamed. Because if you, if you neglect the direction of God, if you neglect his, uh, his, uh, his instruction, it confirms that you will be ashamed. 
We will not be ashamed in Jesus' name. Shame shall never come to us in the mighty name of Jesus. In verse 17 of that Isaiah 9, Jeremiah was saying, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond care. He said, Who can understand it? Our heart is deceitful above all things. So many things will be coming in. Should I go? Should I not go? That is why, brethren, you are wherever you are. Make this quick prayer that God grant me that spirit of designing spirit that will enable me to know when you tell me the direction to follow. Pray to God that God show me, give me, grant me the designing spirit. When you have the designing spirit of God, you'll be able to know that this is the path God wants you to follow. May God answer us in the mighty name of Jesus. So what am I saying here is that we should not follow the deception of our own heart. And when we do that, it means we are actually following, uh, we, we are actually turning away uh, from God. And that means we are refusing to follow his directive. This is never a good thing for us, brethren. It's never a good thing. So when you choose to follow God's direction, that means you choose to follow and trust in God's way. That's what it means. At any time you choose to follow God's direction, you are, surely, you are, you are choosing to follow the right way. It means you trust in God. To, uh, you, you have trust in God to have confidence. You take God to be your refuge. You take God to be your security. And when you trust in him, trust in God, means you have the confidence in God, you have security in him. So anybody, as many that follow the God's plan, he has abundance of living water. You have those promises that I've mentioned. Those are just few promises that God made. There are many promises that God has made when you follow his direction. So when you follow the direction of God, regardless of the circumstances, you will, be, you will continue to be fruitful because you are following the right path. Brethren, at times the road may be rough. The road may be rough. Don't become doubting person. Keep trusting him when you endure. In the morning, the joy is coming when you endure it from morning to evening. The joy is coming in the morning. So, following God's direction, it means you trust Him. It means you trust Him. And what happened to those who trust in the Lord? Psalm 125, verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord, what happened? Psalm 125, verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord are like consigned which cannot be moved and abide forever. Nothing will shake you. Nothing will disturb you. That's because you trust in him. Because you trust in him and you are ready to follow his path. What's Jeremiah 17, 7 to 8 saying about trusting in God? Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Verse 8. 
For he shall be like a tree planted by the water, which spread up its root by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but it lives with the green, and will be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease, nor will cease from yielding fruit. The moment you trust God and you follow his, uh, his directive, continuously you'll be yielding fruit. You will have nothing to fear. You will be blessed because you, you'll be like a, a tree planted by the water that never lack water. Even if drought is coming, if fanning is coming, you have the backup. Why? Because you trusted in the Lord. So following the direction means you are blessed. It means you follow the direction. It means you are blessed. Psalm, Psalm 1 uh, verse 1. Blessed is the man who walk not in the counsel of ungodly. You don't take counsel from the ungodly. Now stand in the path of sinner. The moment you agree to follow the path of uh, uh, the, the, the direction of God, you will never go back to the path of sinner. David described for that in that Psalm 1 verse 1. Verse, he described for that in verse 3. He said, It shall be like a tree planted by the river of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever it does shall prosper. So when you follow the directive of God, when you follow the directive of God, brethren, you will never suffer. You will continue to be prospered in the mighty name of Jesus. Your leaf shall never wither. And whatever it does shall remain prosper. Your leaf in the sense here means what are those careers that are supporting you? You will never suffer anything. And God Almighty will continue to make you prosper because you listen, because you follow the, the directive of God. When you follow God's direction, it means you can as well wait for him. You can endure. From the Numbers 19 that 9 we have read, uh, we discover that the children of Israel, they wait until the cloud is taken up. They wait before they take move. So, when you are following God's direction, don't live on your own understanding. Wait for the next instruction. Ask for that spirit that will enable, that will let you know that yes, God is the one talking now. Isaiah 40, verse 31 is a common thing that we all know. Isaiah 40, 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagle. They shall run and not weary. They shall walk and not faint. I don't know what is your concern. I don't know what that wound that is in your mind. I don't know that wound that whenever you remember, you are not happy. Just put everything before God. Wait upon him. When you wait upon him, you shall never walk and faint. You will not be disappointed. So when we obey God, it means the shower of blessing will follow. 
And when we disobey God also, there are consequences of the punishment. Brethren, as I bring the message to close, all we got to do is turn our life over to God and surrender to Him. We need to give our hopes, dream, disappointment, hurts, failure, and everything. We need to give it to Him. We have to give everything in His hand. And I'm assuring you, He will lead us, He will lead you, He will lead me to success. Once again, I repeat, give your hopes, your dreams, even your disappointment, your hearts, that failure, and everything. Give everything to the Lord. He will lead you to success. He will show you the direction to follow. And when you obey and follow, at the end, the success will be yours. Brethren, before I call pastor, just pray this prayer that Lord should help you to submit and follow the direction of his word. God, help me to submit and follow the direction of his word, which will lead you to eternal life. It will lead you to eternal life. Pray unto God. Whatever I've been saying since in the past uh, almost uh, maybe 15 minutes is just for you to know. It's not just the richest part of it. The glorious home is what we are talking about. That God will lead you in that path that makes you to reach that eternal life. And as you pray that God Almighty will speedily answer your prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the God Almighty, who has spoken to you today, who has put his word to you today, will give you that spirit to follow him to the end in Jesus' name. May God bless his word. Over to you, Pastor.